Hey, Carlos. Hey, Holland. Locked myself out of the Tiff for Tabble studios today. You did? I did. You forgot your key. I did. But you know what? What? I showed up. I know. And I had the key. Yeah. Not to the door. To what? To happiness. To hap what? Happiness. Oh. <laughs> oh, I heard you correctly. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I said. <laughs> you know, Tiff for Tabble. I know what you mean. Well, good. <laughs> I was thinking one day, I was thinking lately, I was thinking. I think every day. I was thinking of moving the studio really? at some point. The Tiff for Tabble Studios. Oh, okay. Are you comfortable here still? Are we good? Yeah, I yeah. think I'm fine. All right. I think I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not very picky. Yeah. I'm um, fairly malleable mm-hmm. and I'm a pushover. Oh, Ooh, yeah. do, make you do what I want, I exactly. guess. Exactly, yeah. Follow, follow that lead. I still like it here. Right outside those doors, I'm going to point over that direction, is uh, hmm. Santa Monica Boulevard Wow. Um, in Hollywood. And it is, there's some crazy people out there. Are there? Have you never run into some crazy peoples out there? Oh, all the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, literally all the time. It's bananas. It is bananas. I guess every town has like a local crazy person that you're like, oh, that's just crazy. Yeah. Crazy Carlos over there. That's me. That's him. He's right there. <laughs> That's what they call me, just hanging out in Santa Monica. I couldn't think of any other name. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> but someone's probably like, oh, look, there's Crazy Holland over there. See, that one I hear more often, which is yeah. weird. Like which all. Is, you feel time. like there'd be more Carloses in Los Angeles, but <laughs> man, the Hollands are all over. Tons of Hollands, I and know. They're crazy. When I was a kid, I actually grew up around the corner from here. Mm. And I remember seeing one of my first crazy people like come into the store. And I was 14 or 15 and going through like a tie-dye Led Zeppelin shirt phase and lighting incense and listening to that crazy rock and roll music, you know? It's not good for you. It's not. Look how I turned out. (laughs) And this lady walked up to me and her eyes were sort of spinning in her head. And she's like, can I get the incense? And I was like, oh, heck yeah. I light it all the time. It's over on aisle seven. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Oh, wow. And so I kind of sent her on her way. And I was like, cool. She's, you know, I know I know where the incense is. Was she asking for 10 cents? She was asking for 15 cents. Oh, 15 Yeah. <laughs> Which is a kind of a low number, you know? Yeah. I don't know what her goal amount of money was. Maybe it was only 15. Maybe that's all she needed. She's like, I'll finally be, be a millionaire. Yeah. I'm just missing 15 cents. Yeah. You're my last resort. And I felt kind of weird about it. I was like, I should have just given her the 15 cents. I didn't have it, but you know. Yeah, who does? <laughs> In this economy? Are you kidding me? Well, I was thinking about a couple interesting, crazy people, which is going to lead me into this little story. Mm. And I want to see if you find it interesting. I'd love to. I'd love to find it interesting. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess, yeah. <laughs> there was this lady who used to call my wife. My wife. My wife. She used to call her. I think it was a block number. So she wouldn't answer the phone, mm-hmm. but she'd get these messages and she'd use her real name, my wife's name. And she would say, I know what you've been up to. I know what you've done. Real spooky, right? Yeah. And she would like three minutes go off. I'm going to find you, but I know where you are, you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> like kind of terrifying messages, right? It's very terrifying. I think she used to get a few a week. So my wife one day called her after like maybe a month or two of this. And she ended up getting the lady on the phone, who's kind of a normal lady. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I apologize. Yeah, it's, I, 
we must have had some numbers crossed because she was accusing my wife of calling her or something. It was some confusion, Whoa. but she was very sweet. I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Two days later, <laughs> I know what you've done. <laughs> I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> Hey, it's me again. Yeah. I know I, I know I was really nice earlier, but that was a joke. I got you. Ha and ha I'm, ha ha. ha. <laughs> I'm I'm mean again and I'm gonna find you. Oh man. I've met some pretty wild people. I've met some some people that I feel that I, they just don't even feel real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not even not in a bad way. Yeah. Like this this story of mine is like I met this guy in a crazy place. I must have mentioned it once, twice, three times a lady on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Wasteland Weekend. And Wasteland Weekend is this amazing, like, Burning Man, but way nerdier kind of a thing where for, like, an entire week, you just camp out in the desert, dressed, and, like, all your campments and everything all has to be, like, post-apocalyptically themed. Yeah. Very much in the style of like Mad Max or... I think you've been a couple times and have showed me pictures and stuff like that. And uh, there was definitely like Thunderdome vibes and like... There's an actual Thunderdome. There's an actual Thunderdome. (laughs) And you got to sign up to fight, right? Yeah. But I recall like thinking tents, cool. Yeah. So he goes to REI and gets a tent. But it's really not that situation. I mean, you have like... It's like that scene in Harry Potter where he like throws up this cool tent, and when you walk inside, it's like it's like a four room, amazing it's place. Bigger on f- the inside, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it, it was like that. It was kind of amazing. Yeah, Wasteland Weekend. It's incredible, and we just basically hang out in the desert, nearly naked all day because it is so hot. And then at night, we have ten layers on because it's so cold. But yeah. We're all just going around. Everyone has these like different camps and themes and and their gimmicks and stuff like for instance there's like a casino recently we did like an arcade kind of a vibe but like a you know apocalypse arcade and we have board games and stuff but there's live music like a lot of live music and like i said the thunderdome yeah basically what they do is they they strap in you and someone else that you agree to fight and of course you have to sign a bunch of waivers and then they put a harness on you and then they attach you to these bungee cords that are like coming from, you know, the, the top of the Thunderdome. And then they basically pull you back to the sides of the dome and throw you at each other while you're armed with foam bats. Yes. And you just have to annihilate each other yes. with these foam bats. And there's like like sand flying up everywhere. There are people like hanging off all on the edges of the Thunderdome screaming. And there are people inside. There's like a judge. There's a DJ playing like heavy industrial rock music. The first year I went, I remember walked out, me and my my roommate Taylor were just exploring the area, having a great time looking around. We found this this camp of like wolves is what they're called. That was like their their tribe. And it was just this this cool guy sitting there, and he's like, hey, what's up, guys? You want a beer? And we're like, yeah. He, so he hands us these two beers, and he's sitting there with a little iPod, just playing music. And he's like, yeah, I'm just DJing. And he's like, my name is Decoy. You go by different names, too, in Wasteland. Oh. So my name was Squirreler, of course, because that is my uh, internet persona. Yeah. We just hang out with this guy, and he's super cool. And we're like, oh, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Decoy. Just have a 
have a good night. Hopefully see you around. And then the next night, we just randomly found him somewhere. And it's always like when we're getting into the heat of something, we're like at this karaoke place because there is karaoke in <laughs> Wasteland. And then we see Decoy and we're like, oh my God, Decoy, what are you doing? He's like, oh, just hanging out, just doing this and that. And he just always amplified that moment for us. He was always such a great addition to whatever we were doing. Yeah. I love that guy. Me and Taylor are in line to go uh, into the Thunderdome for the first time. And we're standing there. And just as about we're, we're about to go in, Decoy just randomly appears, dude. And like, this is a huge site, by the way. Yeah. So it's not like a small community. It's a really, really huge site sure. with, you know, thousands of people. I swear that guy is absolutely magical because he just appeared at like peak moments of our time there. Last year, we go, we have like our own tribe now. We have this huge compound of our friends, totally by luck and by chance. I'm like inside, you know, having my morning beers. And then I see this silhouette walk by and I'm like, I know that silhouette. And I ran out. And found him. What did he look like? What is his whole mock-up? He he had this like cool, like green trench coat, this very, very distinct hat, and these like bolts on the side of his shoulder. His silhouette was very specific. Yeah. And it was so funny because we were like, Dico, you probably don't remember us at all. He's like, uh, no, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think decoy is decoy when when Wasteland's not going on? Is decoy like in a suit and tie? <laughs> I I hope so, but I think he's a bartender. Oh, okay. Maybe he's got a suit and tie. Maybe it's that kind of a bar. Sounds kind of stuffy, but... Sometimes those bars need a little fanciness. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's my story of, of the magical decoy who just appeared yeah. whenever we needed him most. I met this guy who dropped out from society. He was really interesting. Oh, really? My wife got a book for Christmas, I think. It was like all these hidden hot springs. Mm. And I had some friends in town. And we were like, let's go and drive to this hot spring and see what it's all about. We hear some weird things about it. It's like on someone's property, but they'll allow you in five bucks. You have to park in this guy's driveway and walk in his backyard and, you know, point yourself towards the sunrise and you'll get there. Kind of weird stuff like that. That's cool. And I thought it was really cool. My birthday's in January. We drove Happy out. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> so we drive out kind of to this desert area and it's freezing. Mm. And I'm like, I don't want to get into my, my bathing trunks. I don't, I'm too cold. I'm like, no, you're getting in there. You're getting in there, and it's, and it's me, and I know what you've, I know what you've done. And the person <laughs> hey, caught. Yeah. I, it was me, your dad. Hey, I Holland's was calling your wife. wife. <laughs> um, this place was even weirder than what was written in the, in the book. It was like the guy who had the path, it was on his property, had like one of these crazy houses with stuff all over it. And you actually had to like turn your car off and like talk to him out of his window. And the cover charge was definitely like five or $10 more than the book said. Yeah, He just kind of went on this tirade about people and like staying out too late and having to like call search and rescue to find people. He, he was like kind of freaky, right? Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Cause now you're a little scared to like be out here too late. A little bit of danger, spice it up. Yeah. We park the car and start hiking down into this weird desert canyon. Mm. So we're, we're going to die, right? Yeah, I, I mean, we're gonna die. inevitably. But don't, no spoilers. No, <laughs> I won't tell you what happened. 
So it's kind of like a maybe 45 minute walk and you kind of end up getting lower into the canyon. And for some reason it warms up down there. Sometimes I warm up down there and I don't know why. <laughs> Let me know when, would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just wait for the tone. So, <laughs> we get down there and it's still cold enough to where like there was some running water and like some ice in mm. the water. And I'm like, again, where's the warm water going to be? Yeah. So we get down and there's a lot of people it's like, it's a vibe down there. Is it? There's always going to be some dude who sees you and now you see his wiener. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool yeah. to me. Yeah. I, had, I once went to the hot springs, right? <laughs> yeah. A little side story. <laughs> a little side. Speaking of, speaking of staring at wieners. Spe- speaking of springs. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we took our kids RVing one year. Yeah. And we went, hey, there's a hot springs nearby. Let's cruise down there. So mm-hmm. we took our kids. You like turn a corner and there are all these amazing hot springs with a bunch of like naked people in them. Hell yeah. And the first guy closest to me is like chilling hardcore with his big belly in the hot springs, right? Yeah. And he's got his Coors Light in one hand, fully naked. And he like turns his head. He sees this nice young family and he looks at the kids and his first reaction was to cover up. So he just takes his core scan and goes, dink, right on his unit. <laughs> he covered up with his core scan. That's amazing. And it covered it perfectly. Covered it right up yeah, it with the done. power of the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> that's right. So that's kind of the vibe in these places, a lot of nudity and stuff. It sounds like my kind of vibe. Yeah. Wet, hot, cores, <laughs> light. <laughs> <laughs> So we get down there. We're trying to find a sort of empty pool. And we end up doing this full circle and coming upon this one jacuzzi-sized hot spring with one, two, three, maybe four people. Mm. There was a couple gals, tops off. Uh, There's a couple younger guys and one older guy. Tops on. Yeah, which was weird to see. <laughs> anyway. We kind of get in there. Everyone's kind of chatting. The girls eventually leave, and these younger guys chat with us for a while, and then they eventually leave. And it's my wife, myself, my friends, and this one dude who had a decent beer belly, and I think he had like a yellow duck floaty chilling with him. Nice. And he begins to tell us his story. He ran a Denny's in Barstow, and his name was Jeff. And when I still talk about this guy, we still talk about Barstow Jeff. Barstow Jeff who was married, manager of Denny's, and decided to throw it all away and move to this hot spring and live here. And he literally had a tent somewhere that we couldn't see, I think, stayed in the hot springs all day and survived on food that people just sort of left there. He's Whoa. like, people always overpack food. I know, what you, you didn't leave enough food. Yeah, you left me a bad tip at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he would talk about like, these uh, these hipster kids come down here from the Silver Lake, and they always pack way too much food, and they don't eat it all, so they leave it for me, and I got food for days. And, and he just sat with his yellow duck floaty in this hot spring, and we were in his living room, essentially. Yeah, he just lives there all day? Apparently. And then goes and sleeps in a tent? Barstow Jeff. That's amazing. Yeah. And he got really friendly with us towards the end, because we were all very nice people. Yeah. And not there to... Fuck spiders? I don't know. (laughs) No, you're not. So on the way out, as the sun started going down and the fear of God was in me by the other guy saying, if you don't make it out before sundown, you're going to live there with Jeff as well, or we'll send search and rescue. Yeah. Sun starts to go down 
And he like got out of the water and like showed us this new path to leave and get in our car and literally never forget that birthday. That's amazing. Yeah. Barstow Jeff. Happy birthday to you. Sincerely, Barstow Jeff. Thanks. And he's like, hey, be nude with me for a little bit mm-hmm. in my home. I have a duck. Do you want the duck? You, you can't have it. You can touch it. Touch the duck, <laughs> but then leave. Also, are you going to finish those PB&Js? I would like a Grand Slam breakfast right now. <laughs> I would love a Grand Slam. That's the only item from Denny's that I know. No, there's a better one. Isn't it moon over my hammy? I don't know anything about your hammy. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Strong hammies oh, from all that tiff or tabbling you do. Are you a Denny's or an IHOP guy? I went to more Denny's as a kid. More Denny's. And as a, as a 20-something. I think Denny's was just more LA nighttime post-concert kind of place to go. Yeah. I can count on one hand how many times I've been to the IHOP. Really? On one hand? Wait, that's not your hand. Very. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. I'm such an IHOP guy. I feel like I'm a Denny's guy, but I need to go to IHOP more. I just, Honestly, I don't want to go to either really anymore. You don't, yeah, actually, now at this point, you don't need to. There are much better, much better choices out I'm a, there. I'm a Dupars guy. I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. I don't speak French. You do though, a little bit. Quoi? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I hop big steak omelet. That's me all day, dude. Okay. And their pancakes are better. All right. I don't disbelieve you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, Barso Jeff left for a reason. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. If if an organization, if a corporation like that can give up such a powerful being, yeah, as Barstow Jeff, they they don't deserve to be open. God, we're really mad at Denny's right now, but that's cool. I mean, I'm not mad at them. I'm holding a big grudge against them just for how often they made my my stomach and a butthole angry. Oh, I've never had that from them. Really? No. Oh, man, it's inevitable for me. Oh, no. Yeah. The this Denny's is... makes my Downies angry. This is terrible. Grand slam in my butt. Oh, I'm sorry. Grand slam in the toilet. <laughs> God. Speaking yeah. of toilets, where did Barstow Jeff go that whole time? You were in pee. <laughs> yeah. You spent your birthday <laughs> stewing in Jeff's pee. Do you, you know that? This was like a, a ton of hot springs, and he found the one empty pit and just sat there and <laughs> filled it up. <laughs> Such power. Oh, it's very sulfury. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think when I, uh, do you think I'm nice enough when I say, hey guys, want to leave us a review? Want to share this with your friends? How you said it before? Well, do you think people are like, I just want to chill out and listen to Tiff Table. I don't need homework. I feel like we've been really nice about it. Yeah. But is that helping? Maybe we need to be mean. Okay. Let's, Maybe they like that. You want to try it? Yeah. All right. Start it off. Hey, jerks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You. Whoa. The one with the earphones and or in your car uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i try to include everyone yeah, please. Hey, all, all, all y'all jerks out there right now uh-huh. son of a bitch oh my goodness get get on get on a device immediately <laughs> i crossed my eyes when i said that <laughs> I, I went to a dark place okay hold I on saw. let me get it back let me get it yeah, back. yeah.
Oh, you scumbags. <laughs> you son of a mother. I need you. You will review. <laughs> you shall review this fucking podcast immediately, you sons of bitches. Who is this? Who are you channeling? I was trying to just be an angry guy, and then I was playing with it, and then I was like, no, you need to be the devil himself. Let me take a crack at it from a different Damn it, you're going to be better at it. I just know it. No, I'm not going to be better. I'm going to be different. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. That's my skateboard. (laughs) That's my skateboard that I just rode in on. Yeah. Uh, Hey, what's up, idiot? Wow, what are you listening to? Tit for tabble? (laughs) Wow, you must think you're really cool and smart and funny because what a really cool and smart, funny podcast that is. I've been listening to them forever. Oh, you can't even call yourself a listener unless you like, subscribe, share, five-star them, you idiot dumb head. I bet you love smelling your own fart, you dumb idiot. <laughs> Later, nerd. Eat my, huff my, uh, smell my butt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is going to work. This I is, went to a really dark place. No, this is good. Well, I love how you think, like, angsty skater boy. Um, <laughs> Was really dark. I went. He's to, like the opposite of me. I went to the devil because he can skate. <laughs> yeah, because he can skateboard. <laughs> I mean, let's just see how that works. Let's see if yeah. if uh, if people get involved. I kind of want to read a story on the air. I want someone to send me a story. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I've asked that before. So send me a story. I would also love to answer questions too. A lot of people come to me personally. Yeah, this is good. And ask for me to elaborate more yeah. on some of the wild stories. We need a Q&A. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So please email us mm-hmm. at t4t, t the number 4t, cast at gmail.com. Yeah. And please send us any questions, anything that you want us to elaborate on, or your stories as well. Yeah. And also review, you big dumb. It, hold on. I had to skate, I had to skate back. Yeah. Hey, I was just got. I went back. I was smoking a cigarette. And you're still dumb, aren't you? Because you haven't, you haven't reviewed this five stars and short shared it <laughs> with your friends. You stupid nerd, idiot, bitch. <laughs> hey, get back over here. I want to uh, smoke a cigarette with you. Suck my butt, Gramps. <laughs> Lucifer, more like Lucifer. N- bye. Now I'm crying. You better. Good job. Hey, what a great job. What, what a good I feel job. like we were very, I mean, we're probably going to have to pull it back because we might have lost a lot of our, our fans that are a little more sensitive. If going mean is not going to work, like let's say next week we don't have great reviews, then mm-hmm. we didn't go mean enough. You're right. We should dig in a little harder next time. And then if we go, I mean, if we go like whole ham, like whole Christmas ham, mm-hmm. and then they still don't, then maybe we go a little softer. Maybe maybe it's like, hey, I promise a very soft kiss. Oh. Well, now I'm going to review us. <laughs> <laughs> like on like a very soft. Yeah. Once this is all aired out and and we're all of course, you know, COVID negative. It's just a very a very soft kiss. Where? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> but consensual and you I will warn you because of course I'm going to enter on a skateboard. Oh, okay. And you'll see it coming. Okay. As I show up and, and, and Nolly? Ollie, kickflip. These are all the buzzwords the kids are saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
So thank you for listening to our beautiful podcast where we tell each other stories and it's called Tiff for Table. Hope you had an amazing time. You want to do this again? I would love to. I want to see you next week and I want to see you guys next week. I want to see everyone next week. Seacrest out. Waiting for that kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny kisses. Softy, tiny kiss. Is that our tagline? We still need a tagline. Let it come naturally. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Tip for Table, guys. Let it come naturally. Thanks for tuning in to Tip for Tabble. If you want to shoot the boys here a message or just let us know your thoughts, go ahead and email us at t4tcast at gmail.com. That's T, the number 4, T, cast at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing from you.